Right now on VFN TV, President-elect Donald Trump, what does Rick Joyner of Morningstar Ministries have to say about our new coming in president? And now that he's going to be president, what is this contract with America? And finally, Ann Graham Lotz, the daughter of Billy Graham, what does she say about how the church can help heal America right now on VFN TV? Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. Here's what the Holy Spirit said. He said, I have many ministers and they are speaking on my behalf. But he said, what's missing is the urgency of your voice. These mega churches are really cognizant not to offend people. And they're really careful when they get up and preach to people that everybody leaves out there feeling really good. Preachers refuse to preach on the coming of Jesus Christ. Where's the urgency? I have never seen America in the place where we are right now. If you think that all the persecution is going to remain in Iraq against the Christians. You better think again. It's already coming into this country right now. If we don't tell people what they need to hear, God's going to hold us accountable and their blood will be on our hands. Whenever we preach, we've got to preach with an urgency in our voice that we need to be right with God if anything should happen to us. There's things right now in motion that may change our nation almost overnight. And for me to stand here and act like everything's all right, I can't do that. The politicians in Washington may can do that and lead you to believe that everything's going to be okay. But in the house of God, there's got to arise a siren that says, blast, 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 attention, attention, attention. Things are changing and they're changing quickly. We've got to have preachers in the pulpit that will say, watch out, warning, warning, red light, warning. People know something's going on in the Middle East. They know something's going on in Iraq, in Iran, and Damascus. They know about Iran. And people that's not even scripturally literate are trying to answer these things, and they're missing in a million miles. And God's saying to the preachers, get up and tell them. It's time to talk about what God's doing. People are seeking the Lord. People are seeking Christ. And if they don't find him in the church, where are they going to find him? Got an invitation to come back and the Lord laid on my heart. And that's when Mr. Tuart asked me about, did you have a dream? And I did. That's when he told me about the coming storm. And as I'm about to go into prayer, I just want to say the Lord laid on my heart. I said, I'm not going to share it unless somebody asks me to come and we're stuck. Commissioner Barry asked me to come, and I said, this is it, I was gonna share it. That there's another level about to happen. Riots are coming. Riots in the streets are coming. And if we're not careful, uh, shortly after the next election, the anger will mount so much that we'll end up having martial law declared. Loss of life is taking place. If we stay on this road, it's not gonna be pretty. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be just us morphing into some socialist, you know, uh, type of uh, country, it's going to be, I think, worse than what was experienced in Nazi Germany. 
in dialogue, trying to understand, because I believe what happened there was a dress rehearsal for what the devil's trying to do in the whole world. I think the way the world is going, the way the U.S. is going, I think there's going to come a time, and it's probably going to be sooner than later, when what I do in a public forum is going to be labeled as a hate crime. Some disturbing news from Russia. President Vladimir Putin signed a law outlawing evangelism and cracking down on house churches. The laws forbid evangelism outside of churches and other religious sites. That means people can't even share their faith in their homes or even on the internet. Well, you don't think God could put a tyrant over America? You don't think God could put a tyrant that oppresses the church? What have we been doing? What have we been doing as a church? Our power doesn't come from some self-declared savior promising that he alone can restore order as long as we do things his way. We don't look to be ruled. God is just. You think this last seven years has been tough? This eight years have been tough? That's just Jehoiakim. Zedekiah is right on the, on the precipice of coming to pass in this nation. We're not going to make it through the times that are coming without being his disciples and more without growing up into our purpose. Now it so happens that communism is a system that I disagree with philosophically. I would not prefer to live under a communist system. Uh, I happen to feel that the great moments of history have been those moments when individuals have been left free to think and, uh, and to act. With your host, Greg Lancaster. Hey, I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, what does it really mean speaking prophetically about President-elect Donald Trump? Well, immediately at Morningstar Ministries, Rick Joyner of Morningstar Ministries is being interviewed by Dave Yarns about what this really means. As a matter of fact, let's go there now. We are so excited. It is the day after election I've got with me, Rick Joyner. We're here live, Morningstar Ministries. And Rick, I just wanted to get into it. Were you surprised? I mean, what was your thought watching the election results? Well, I was confident. Mm -hmm. You know, even, you know, the faith to move mountains always has a little doubt in it. Yeah. That's what makes it faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... But uh, the Lord had been so clear about it, and so many of my prophetic friends had all gotten the same word over the last week that the Lord just said, look, I've got this, relax. And uh, Ricky had been, Ricky Skaggs had been texting me yesterday and all the stuff he was getting. He said, God said, he, I've got this. Mm. <laughs> he told to relax, you know, and uh, Ricky had a whole lot more about it. It was really, a, we need to do a program on that sometime, but he, uh, yeah, it was a God thing. It was a miracle. Even Trump said day before yesterday he needed a miracle. He understood that, but he got one. But it's important that he goes into office. No one, it wasn't just him. Right. God put him there. He's got a purpose, 
and Trump does, you know, he's, he's not a big respecter of persons, hmm. especially politicians. He has zero respect almost because he's dealt with them for so long. Yeah. But he has an incredible fear of the Lord. I've seen it. I just wish it was something we had more of in the church in a healthy way. And uh, I think he's really got it hmm. that, uh, this, that God put him there. He didn't just put himself there. He's got to rely on God, depend on God. And just over the last month, he was compelled every day. And friends of mine that were praying, they prayed with him every day. And one of the things he was praying for God to help him to humble himself. Wow. And because he knows God gives us grace to the humble. Mm -hmm. He's really been getting those revelations. So it was a God thing. You know, Rick, one of the yeah. things you've been saying for a long time is the media has been so skewed and the pollsters, you can't believe you've got to get your word from God. But I think everybody has been shocked by how wrong the pollsters are. I heard one commentator said the polls weren't worth the paper they were written on. That's something you've been talking about. So you care to comment on that? Yeah. I mean, it's the, we do this every election. I mean, when Bush Sr., you know, the first Bush was running and they had Dukakis ahead by 12 points, I think, with less than a week to go. Everybody just thought that thing's over. Bush won handily. And every election we go through this. Now, polls are used for media, generate media interest, get people watching and addicted to the news. You can make a poll, say anything you wanted to. And those WikiLeaks came out with how some of them were with pollsters on those emails, how much they had even changed the results of their polls to make them say what they wanted. They literally changed the numbers wow. at the end. They are so skewed. Mm. And, uh, and I think just the way the media is, Donald Trump's not anywhere close to the person the media projected him as being. It's a very different person. But a lot of people, they hear it over and over and they believe it and they buy, buy into it. Well, we got to get delivered from all of these delusions. And I, you know, just to speak to that, Rick, you know, so many people have been following you, following the election. I mean, there's an excitement, a euphoria. I heard a commentator this morning say, you know, World War II, 9-11, and the election of Trump are things that are going to stand out in people's minds. Um, what would you have people do now? I mean, the people that are both, that were for uh, Hillary and the people that were really for Trump. What, what's your thought now with America? Well, as, um, one thing, the people for Trump, especially Christians, we can't relax just because our guy, right. he can't do what we're called right. to do. And our work just begins right now. Now for the people who weren't with him, I would just, I need to say this, I would say this to the Trump supporters as well. An eagle needs a left wing and a right wing to fly. Mm. You know, and the right wing can't say to the left wing, I don't need you. Right. And one of the things that, you know, everybody's upset about the incredible division in our country now, the division in our country is a good thing. Mm. The tension and the pressure that's being illuminated around certain things are bringing them to the head so we can deal with them. Yeah. And we couldn't have this kind of division if we didn't have the freedom of expression. Mm. But And people need to be free to express. What we do need to throw out is this political correctness so nobody can say what they think or what they really feel. We've got to get real with each other again. And then we've got to say it's okay 
for them to believe something or see something right. very different from what I see, and I can even learn from them if I listen to them. That is so wise, Rick. You know, and so, yeah, we were created to be a country divided so that the issues could receive the challenge that they need and the debate they need for us to come to the conclusions and the answers mm. to them. Well, I, I just lastly, on a practical note, I know this is not a time to rest on our laurels, nor do we idolize things. You know, it mm -hmm. is God behind it all. This is a footnote in the annals of history. Nations have come and nations have gone, but God reigns supreme. Practical things that you would say to people that they could be praying for or uh, staying uh, in touch with their senators, congressmen. Practical thoughts, Rick? Yeah. You know, I'd be shocked if there were if we didn't have a immediate recession. Hmm. It's been held off for a long time. They're going to release what's been restraining some hmm. of the things. We're going to come out of it, I think, come out with more sustained and more substantial growth than we've ever had. But there are a lot of corrections. You're going to see corrections in the stock market because the stock market is so disconnected from the real economy of the country. What drives the stock market now is what is good for right. investment, what is good for stocks, stock values, not necessarily growth of companies. Mm -hmm. There's been a real disconnect. They need to get reconnected. And while they're finding that ground, it's going to get kind of rough. Mm -hmm. Don't be discouraged. It happened when Reagan became president. Went through mm -hmm. a serious two-year depression. Then we came out of it and had growth and strength and everything like we would not had in Mm. A long, long time, and I think we're going to see a similar thing. Don't be discouraged when these things hit. We will go through it. We will. These have come to pass. They will pass. Mm. You know. Well, isn't that amazing when you're hearing a prophetic perspective of the election and what's taking place? That obviously God is the one that did this. That you know, He says that every day. Uh, President-elect Donald Trump, then campaigning for presidency, prayed every day with Christians, asking God to humble him. Amen. But I, I see very few Christians who profess to be Christians asking that. And uh, it, it's just an amazing thing how God has done this. Says, and our work has just begun as Christians to do what we're supposed to do in the kingdom of God. When we get back from the break, we're going to look at this contract with America because President-elect Donald Trump made a contract with America, and that's what he's planning to do for the first 100 days in office. So make sure you join us after the break. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. 
you can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine any time you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. It's an interesting prophetic perspective from Rick Joyner of Morningstar yes. Ministries, and um, all along, you know, there's something about God has gifted, mm -hmm. you know, Rick Joyner with uh, a great team of, you know, previous leaders, yeah. uh, uh, retired Lieutenant General uh, Jerry Boykin, and uh, just some very in the know people about the actual operations of how the country works, and for him to give that kind of perspective, it really helps us understand and. And if you don't know Rick Joyner, there is no hype in him at all. <laughs> the way he's sitting back and he's talking at that moment about, you know, the election, that's, that's who he is. Mm -hmm. But just profound things, you know, come out. And one thing that he said I thought was very, very important amongst all the things is, you know, we need to um, uh, begin our work. We need to begin our work and we need to... Mm -hmm. um, Understand that you know the election is. We needed. It's good that that it went a certain way. That all of a sudden it's for life. I mean, you have a president elect is saying, "I am a pro-life president. I will appoint pro-life Supreme Courts." We'll talk about that uh, justices. You know, from a Christian perspective, that's very important. From a infant's perspective, <laughs> that's a if you're in the womb of your mother, that's a very important yes. thing because it means that you're going to live. We'll talk about that in tomorrow's program. Make sure you catch tomorrow's program. And I think about that, too, is the fact that what he said is that God put Donald Trump there. He didn't put himself there. And so often it's just like we got to remember, too, it's just like not to get so focused on the man in the position, right. but the fact that God establishes leadership. And he's the yeah. one in control. Yeah, you know, and you, you could look, I mean, if you had a chance to see, and we talked about it in our previous program, um, if you look and see all the media, I mean, every media, all the way from CNN to Fox mm -hmm. and everything in between, they were convinced that uh, that Donald Trump would not be the president of the United States, that Hillary Clinton would be the mm -hmm. president of the United States. And they openly say, we just didn't believe it. We just didn't believe it. Now, just um, Varney on Fox Business News looks right at the campaign manager for uh, one of the people that was in his campaign uh, for president like Donald Trump and said, you know, I didn't think you were going to make it. And the thing about it is, 
If, if God did not move and answer prayers, he wouldn't have made it. This is just a God thing. And it's more like a Cyrus. You know, we're going to talk more about that in the future where Lance Walnut wrote a book called The Chaos Candidate. And a hundred years before King Cyrus, Cyrus the Great, which his enemies called him Cyrus the Great, before he was even born, this prophecy came out, I believe it's Isaiah 45, you know, that, you know, this man was going to be born, it's going to be, you know, uh, Cyrus, and he's going to deliver uh, God's people and to a point to put them back in the places that they were, taking them from a place of bondage. It didn't mean that uh, all these, you know, biblically correct things, it just meant that God has a grace on people to do a certain thing. I mean, society would not even work, you know, if there wasn't a grace on people's life. Not every law enforcement officer is a Christian. You know, not every soldier is a Christian, right? You were, that's right. I right? didn't. That's, right. You weren't yes. even saved as you came out, out of it. You weren't <laughs> saved. <laughs> I'm sorry. True. I know. But yeah. well, it's important for us to understand that because so then how huge. can the military work yes. unless there's a common grace yes. on society? When God puts a grace on a community, upon a nation, upon a people, upon a, uh, our whole form of government. And sometimes, you know, Christians can get a perspective that's saying that, you know, everybody's got to be a Christian. Well, that's been our goal since day one is to win everybody to the Lord and let them find Jesus and get saved and get forgiven and get in the kingdom of God. But that's it, just simply not the case right now. It's not the case. It wasn't yeah. the case for Jesus when Jesus himself was delivering his awesome message, walking on the face of this earth, you know, and we're delivering it now. He's delivering it through us, and it's not going to be the case. But God is totally, completely, 100% in control. And when you look at these returns and what happened, there's, they have a colors for, you know, the Democratic Party's blue and there's a, colors for the Republican Party is red. And so whatever state goes to that particular candidate, they color it. Right. And it's like red, it's all the way across the map. It's just red. And uh, it's just an amazing thing. But it makes you want to think about, you know, God is, is, if a man prayed every day with Christians in the nation and he asks, God to humble him? I mean, you tell me what Christians you know that are praying right now that God would humble them. People that are probably complaining about how things are. Mm -hmm. and, and we're all going to be humbled, but I don't see many, many Christians, uh, you know, saying, God, humble me. I mean, he says, you know, consider testing, you know, trials as God's, you know, dealing with you and humbling you. That uh, it's so important to, to, to realize, my goodness, anybody, that makes that statement. Humility is defined as total dependency on God and respect for other people. And he's, he's asking for it. And he God responds. That. I mean, it was the religious person who was walking up to the temple when Jesus was telling how he feels and how he responds. And he looked at a man who was a sinner and he was um, on his knees beating his chest saying, I am unworthy even to approach. And then the, the Pharisee, the religious person, looks down on this on this particular man and says, you know, I'm glad I'm not like him. And Jesus said, which one's going to be forgiven? Which one's right before him? And he said, not the one standing up, the religious person. It was the person who realized that in his heart he was wicked outside of God, that he needed God. And, uh, you know, I, I like what, you know, Ravi Zacharias says, that the day that you discover that in the deepest parts of your heart is deep wickedness and that you need a Savior is the day that you quit being a question and start being an answer to mankind. Because God wants to forgive us. It's the ones who actually think that they are righteous in themselves that cause a lot, a lot of problems yeah. and the message going across, but we're righteous in Jesus Christ and right standing. Well, he made a contract. Uh, President-elect Donald, Donald Trump made a contract with America, and uh, we're going to look at that today. 
and just see what it was like the first hundred days of uh, his administration, right? Yes. And he says, you know, Donald Trump's contract with America, with the American voters, he says, we follow what follows in the hundred day action, it follows a hundred day action plan to make America great again. It is a contract between myself, he says, mm -hmm. and American voters. It begins with restoring honesty, accountability, and bringing change to Washington. On the first day of my term of office, my administration will immediately pursue the following. And so, so if you could do read that for yes. us. It's so the first thing that he talks about, what's the header on that one? Six measures to clean up the corruption and special interest collusion in Washington, D.C. So the first thing he's talking about is how to, to deal with the corruption that's there. And think about it. You know, what the FBI revealed to us was it's been very corrupt. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they're deleting um, state records, confidential records, when they're sending state confidential secrets to Yahoo and having your housekeeper print them is what, you know, was being done by the Secretary mm -hmm. of State. And it's like, that's state secrets. And uh, these things were just being, it just, there wasn't any care anymore She's about those things. Yeah. And, and two, you know, if you really look at, you know, whitehouse.gov and things that are being done, it's like our inner workings have been exposed to the whole world. Things that really shouldn't be, I believe, you shouldn't let these things be known by it to your enemy. But at whitehouse.gov, they actually have videos going into the control room, the command center, the, the blueprint of the White House. I mean, some man made it into the White House, like the green, particular green room, they call it, with a knife. And they had to, you know, the Secret Service stopped him there. You don't just reveal all your secrets. You don't have secrets anymore if you tell all your secrets. Mm -hmm. And it's just real wild. And you think all these years we've been trying to say, you know, we have people, candidates and presidents come in and say they were pro-life and these different things, but they, for some reason, they didn't pass those laws. They didn't do these different things. And now he's saying he wants to change all of that. Mm -hmm. He wants to stop that from happening. And just to be, if you say you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. So the first thing he's going to deal with is the same thing that Congressman Michelle Bachman talked about when she said that they removed, had the FBI, uh, President Barack Obama had the FBI remove uh, any mention of radical Islam as a problem or an enemy of America mm -hmm. from the FBI records, the CIA scrubbed records, scrubbed it out. That is corruption, <laughs> especially when, you know, you can I mean, you went to Iraq to fight on our behalf, on our mm -hmm. freedom because you were asked to as a Marine. Mm -hmm. And then of all the things, and you're fighting radical. It's very, very yeah. clear evidence. So, yeah. so, to, so to look back and then yeah. see now, 10 years later, you see the very documents that would have revealed, that did reveal the very enemies that we were fighting to right. say, oh, they don't exist. Right. It's just, it's, it's almost like scrubbing away the, the, the very bloodshed that was poured out for our freedoms the last decade that, that's happened. It's and very it's just, dishonoring and disrespectful. And, you know, and I just, I, I'm so glad to see law enforcement begin to be honored again. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited about the, our soldiers and our veterans to be honored again. I mean, God has, has heard the cry And it's encouraging of the to see that he, that he recognizes that. Yes. Because so many people see it, but turn a blind eye to it and right. say, oh, it's not happening. For him to say, it is happening and I'm right. gonna deal with it. He's gonna definitely deal with it based on <laughs> this contract. So he says he has seven, six things right yes. here. What are the six things he's gonna do to deal with the corruption and the special interest groups in Washington, D.C.? First propose a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on all members of Congress. Second, a hiring freeze on all federal employees to reduce the federal workforce through attrition, mm -hmm. exempting the military, public safety, and public health. 
Third, a requirement that for every new federal regulation, two existing federal or two existing regulations must be eliminated. So for every, is that uh, the, the that's the um, um, where he's signing uh, the Ex uh, executive, executive orders. orders? Uh, yes. Yeah. For every one he he it's been done, he's going to do away with two. Right. Right. Yes. That's exciting. That's encouraging. Which a lot of things like the bathroom issues that we're mm -hmm. having in America that was done by executive order. President Barack Obama wrote a, a suggestive letter to mm -hmm. the universities and the schools and said, you know, we may not reportedly uh, give you funding if you don't, you know, let people go to work after they want to. I mean, things like that have been done by just, not by law, not by Congress, not by the Senate, but it was done just by a letter, which means that he can actually rewrite that day one going in. He said he's going to do it. That's right. Right? At the borders as well. When you think about, you know, we had a sheriff that was getting sued and a governor being sued by our own federal uh, by, by where they were their stance on it. yeah because they were enforcing the law uh, the federal law and they sued them for actually enforcing the law mm -hmm. and it was just crazy what was going on what else fourth a five-year ban on white house and congressional officials becoming lobbyists after they leave government service fifth a lifetime ban on white house officials lobbying on behalf of a foreign government and six, the complete ban on foreign lobbyists raising money for American elections. That means that these uh, pay-for-play stuff that's been going on that we found out during this past election is going to be illegal. Mm -hmm. And he's going to make it that way. This is a good, this is very good because Pro Proverbs speaks specifically about bribes. And when people are paying for play and they're going, I'm going to be a lobby for this company. And when they're representing you as a senator, when they're representing you as a congressperson, and they're planning on leaving that to represent cornflakes or Kellogg's or Johnson & Johnson or the oil business, and they slide out, they just did something pretty bad. It's literally like bribery mm -hmm. that took place. If you look at the, how those things work versus going, you need to go back home to your own state, you know, the people that sent you there, and then rethink that thing you know, from there. And uh, God is just dealing with bribery. I know one thing, I never got to go to break, but I know one thing the Lord showed me that you know, several, several of us. One is he told me that the place is like a house. Of, Washington, D.C. is like a house of cards. He showed Brett Holderbaum that uh, from Denver, Colorado, that uh, the, the wind of God was going to blow through D.C. and deal with these strongholds and these monuments. He showed, um, um, it wasn't John Paul Jackson, but it was somebody who had given a dream that there's being interpreted on Joni's show mm -hmm. that it was a bulldozer going through it. So you're looking at him, allow the bulldozer just to go through and do immediately what, whatever, is he gonna do? whatever needs to be done to get us back to a place that we can function again as a nation. Listen, we got more of this contract with America, but that sounds pretty exciting right there. Uh, so the two areas, what, seven action up to actions to protect American workers. American workers, and what's the other one? The five actions to restore security and the constitutional rule of law. Awesome. Well, we're going to go to this. Yeah, we're going to go to this break. We're going to go to this break and, uh, um, and talk more about that in a moment. But first, we have this offer for you. Okay, today's offer for your partnership of any amount. Remember, it's our partners that help keep us on the air. It's offer 2018. When your job becomes a job, learning how to deal with times of testing in your place of work and occupation. It's so easy to get caught up in our success, but even more so in times of crisis. No matter if, whether it's times of blessing or crisis, it's so important to never allow your attention or your heart to be turned away from the Lord. Job was a very blessed man who loved and honored God. He was a man of integrity. His business was reportedly worth over $5 million in today's value. But suddenly, there came a time of testing that turned his job 
into a Job. He had a personal, family, and financial, and occupational crisis followed by a physical crisis. Everything that could be tested was tested, but he remained faithful to God. This message will help you get a better perspective of times when you go through times of testing. Remember, he had a sevenfold return. Today's offer is offer 2018 when your job becomes a job. It's so simple to partner. Go to VFNTV.com and click on Partner Now or mail your gift to VFNTV to 6500 North Pensacola Boulevard, Pensacola, Florida 32505 or call us toll free at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2018 when your job becomes a job. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, so a contract with America, yes. and that's so important because the first 100 days of administration, we're going to be talking about two today, is, if we get the time to do it, is um, that uh, there's a transition period, 70 days, that you have to hire over 4,500 people. Mike Pence, Vice President-elect Mike Pence, is now over the, the transition team. Mm -hmm. And he has uh, the former, I can't tell you the guy, other guys working with him, but he's actually the chief of staff. And but 4,500 employees, 4,500 people are going, well, well, I'm a people person and I like working with people. I mean, they're all probably going to say that. And we'll make it related to you because this is something that we're kind of learning through yes. the whole process of what it entails all of those 4,500. We'll have it for you on the torch to say all of the different committees that he is going to appoint. So it, yeah. it makes so much sense to understand that you're voting him to president, all the things that now are affected through Yes, that. and it, they're, the actual job titles you'll see. Mm -hmm. And you can pray. Understand, it's like, man, I had a terrible time at the driver's, driver's, driver's license office. And it's like, you know, uh, he appointed somebody over that for the whole yeah. United States who could have set the tone for that your particular state, who could have set the tone inside of funding. So it makes it everything, federal judges and all. So it makes a huge difference. You're going to be really shocked at this particular list. Can you, so, so we're going to read the next, the seven yes. actions to protect. This is Donald Trump's uh, action, his, his contract with America. His first 100 days is going to begin immediately. And this next one is seven actions to protect American workers. This is exciting, right? This is very exciting. I'm going to get to keep my job. Next 100 days. That's going to yes. be good. First, I will announce my intention to renegotiate NAFTA or withdraw from the deal under Article 2205. And some of the reports on the NAFTA um, the NAFTA uh, uh, agreement is that was done, I believe, by President Bill Clinton. Is that's what cost us all of our steel jobs and all mm -hmm. the jobs in, in, in Pittsburgh and, and um, Ohio, and mm -hmm. they're just outsourcing all of our jobs. Wow. And some of the reports are that 50% of our jobs that we have now, presently, won't be available like in the next eight to nine years. Wow. 50%. And the only way that we're going to be able this is past, now we have a new, a new mm -hmm. uh, president that's going to focus in a different direction, is to be high, more highly educated. We're not going to be able to just uh, you know, find a basic job because those jobs would transfer over to different countries that have more people in it, for example, like India or China. And so we have to learn more. The learning curve, we have to live in the learning mm -hmm. curve to be able to, to have jobs in the future. But 50%. <laughs> so the, hearing, hearing this seven... Action steps to protect American workers. I mean, the first thing is dealing with NAFTA, which is trade, what people can do with right. our products and what we do with their products. And I mean, the one thing I he talked about over and over again was that uh, you're not going to take our stuff and and sell us cheaper stuff. You know, you're going to have to pay the difference. If you're going to build your fact, if you're going to build your factory over in China or over in Mexico, 
and, for, and build your car for 50 cents, for example, he didn't say that part, you're not going to come back to America and sell it for 50 cents. You're going to come back and sell it for $20,000 and 50 cents because you're going to have a $20,000 tax on that car. I mean, that's what he's talking about. And some people say it's a bad thing and a good thing, but if you build cars, that's a good thing. So what else is it? Yes. Um, second, I will announce or our, I will announce our withdrawal from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Very good. Third, I will direct the Secretary of the Treasury to label China a currency manipulator, which we've talked about before on the program. Fourth, I will direct the Secretary of Commerce and the U.S. Trade Representative to identify all foreign trading abuses that unfairly impact American workers and direct them to use every tool under American and international law to end those abuses immediately. Fifth, I will lift the restrictions on the production of $50 trillion worth of job-producing American energy reserves, including shale, oil, natural gas, and clean coal. This is, this is so important because we have enough energy to be mm -hmm. energy independent. Mm -hmm. And um, for some reason, well, probably we don't want to talk about it. It's, going, it's over with. So, But that's going to be loosed, which means we won't be dependent on Saudi Arabia's oil or the Middle yeah. Eastern oil. I mean, Saudi Arabia is abusing their citizens. They're abusing their women. They're abusing people who doesn't, don't believe. That's where the Wahhabis come from that are promoting a lot of this mindset of radical jihadism in the world. is coming out of that. It's like the, the, the royalty of that particular country. Kings cut a deal with the Wahhabis back in the 70s when that thing, we were talked about it before, and they basically said, you can exist as long as you don't mess with us. And they've been basically, I mean, the, the, the man that was responsible for the Twin Towers being taken down, came, he, he came from that area. Saudi Arabia. Came from Saudi Arabia. So what else is there? Sixth, lift the Obama-Clinton roadblocks and allow vital energy infrastructure projects like the Keystone Pipeline to move forward. Seventh, cancel billions in payments in United Nations climate change programs and use the money to fix America's water and environmental infrastructure. Man, there has been an open checkbook for this, you know, we've got to watch for the iceberg in, up, yeah. in, up in Alaska, up, up in... Uh, climate change. Yeah, climate change. As a matter of fact, the last thing the Secretary of State under President Barack Obama has done is he went to either the Antarctica, maybe the Antarctica, to be able to check out the icebergs. It's like, go check out the Middle East where you gave away nuclear capabilities to Iran, the enemy of Israel and the enemy of, of sanity mm. across the globe. It's just, it's amazing. But understand this, and we'll be talking about this on, the, on our next program, uh, uh, that under Rules for Radicals, Sololinsky's tactics, you have to find a common thing that everybody agrees on. And originally, Sololinsky was talking about organizing a community or a small area, but they're, t they're trying to organize the world right now. And how can you do that? And he says very specifically, one of the ways to do that was through pollution, because everybody agrees that you don't want dirty drinking water. So they're pushing that narrative across the world, yeah. and people are jumping on it and saying, you know, we want clean drinking water. And they organize around that, and next thing you know, things shift. So thank God that that checkbook's going to be empty in regards to that account, and that money's going to come back to America. And then there's five actions he has here, too, mm -hmm. to restore security and the constitutional rule of law. Yes. I mean, our own border patrols, we had them on, uh, on VFN TV where they're, they're saying to somebody who's going to show their ID coming across the Mexico-Texas border. Doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, and he goes, you want to, do I need to show my ID? And the, guy, the, guy, the border patrol goes, it doesn't even matter. Just come on, <laughs> just come on in. Right. And it's like, that's what's been going on. Right. According to Kamal Salim of Kuhn Ministries, who we had on our program, he said that he heard reports that over, what, how many? Uh, reported, I think it was like 250,000. 
radical jihadists uh, have come into that our are presently in our inner country. Yes. Yes. And almost every 50, all 50 states has this MS whatever gang coming out of. of I mean, they have allowed the enemy of Americans to come into America, the enemy of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be an interesting time coming. Thank God yeah. that he's focusing on our security. What does he say about the five points in security? First, cancel every unconstitutional executive action, memorandum, and order issued by President Obama. That'll take uh, the first hundred days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Second, begin the process of selecting a replacement for Justice Scalia from one of the 20 judges on my list who will uphold and defend the U.S. Constitution. Third, cancel all federal funding to sanctuary cities. Fourth, begin removing the more than two million criminal illegal immigrants from the country and cancel visas to foreign countries that won't take them back. Fifth, suspend immigration from terror-prone regions where vetting cannot safely occur. All vetting of people coming into our country will be considered extreme vetting. That's so important because they've been bringing people into our country that they they say, well, they've been vetted by that country. Well, that country doesn't have a capability. They don't even have a country. Mm. And they're saying they're okay. And the thing is, they don't know if they're okay. The FBI uh, leader Comey says he don't know if they're okay. The Congress says they don't know if they're okay. And it's like, it's, 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 you got to protect what you have so that in the future, somebody can come to it. And right now, in the last eight years, our country's made, been made terribly vulnerable because of the actions that were taken. It didn't have to be this way but they made it this way. Choices they made not to protect our borders. They allowed this to happen. And so now it has to be unallowed and then it has to be uh, uh, secure again, the border. I mean, you're not gonna have a, sh your ship's not gonna float if you don't have walls on your ship, you know, you're outside That's of your right. hole. And so we gotta have borders again. And the Supreme Court judge, we're fixing to go to a break, but Supreme Court judge, I mean, this is so important. Scalia went to a hunting trip and he just stopped breathing. We don't know the details on that. But uh, he was a very key judge, you know, for many, many laws that uh, have stuck to the constitutional reality of things. And he was a friend of the Constitution, a friend of, of conservatives, a friend of, of Christians. Mm -hmm. But a friend in the context of this, he just interpreted the Constitution for what it said. Yeah. And he protected First Amendment and Second Amendment rights. And when he went hunting, he didn't come back. Yeah. He didn't come back. So uh, in this particular 100-day plan, this contract with America, he says that he's going to begin to appoint a Supreme Court judge to offer one up off this list of 20, which you can actually see. We'll make that available to you, too, on the VFN Torch. We've got to pray about these things. He has a vision. This is the vision that his team put together. He prayed with Christians every day. You know, you can talk to different ones, but Kenneth Copeland was one of the Kenneth Copeland Ministries and, and others out there as well. And so... Our work just begins. This is a plan that if you're in agreement with us and you see this, it's, it's constitutionally sound and it's it's right thing to do, is begin to pray that these things will happen because there's forces that would not want this to happen. As a matter of fact, what we'll be talking about in a future program, that those who tried to flip our nation, George Soros and other ones, are already gathering as we speak in Washington, D.C., trying to figure out how they can do that. Yeah. But we're going to continue. As a matter of fact, Ann Graham Lotz is talking about how we, can, as the church, can begin to heal the nation. And that's our role. Our, you know, the government is not called to be compassionate. It's people that are compassionate. It's the church that's, that's supposed to go out there and just care about people and, 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 and minister to them. And so many conversations began during the last eight years that have never happened. 
And I think it's great that we begin to have conversations and talk about the real thing that can really bring healing to our nation. So we want to remember to be able to do that. And we're going to hear more about that from Ann Graham Lotz, the daughter of Billy Graham, after this break. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special areas, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to VFNTV.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. Well, we, we just went over the contract with America. It's exciting to have a vision, make it plain like Habakkuk 2233 says, and we're seeing that take place. We need to pray over that. This is Ann Graham Lotz, the daughter of Billy Graham. She's talking about the need for us now to begin as the church to help bring healing to our nation. Joining us now is Bible teacher and speaker Ann Graham Lotz. She is the head of Angel Ministries and the daughter of evangelist Billy Graham. And you have said that this year's presidential election may be one of the most critical in our nation's history. How so? Well, I believe our nation has been without God increasingly. And we have deserted him, um, not only uh, in acknowledging him, but trying to strip him from every segment of our national life, from institutions to government, to schools, to businesses. And, um, and I believe that shows up in our government policy and the division among our people, the anarchy in the streets, um, the 
arrogance of some of our leadership. And so one of the things that is really encouraging is that God's people seem to have waked up to a degree. And people, God's people have poured out in prayer for this election, seeing that it's um, it, it determines, I think, as Mr. Trump said in his acceptance speech, the destiny of America. If we would continue, you know, based on the principles that uh, have governed our country since its inception, or if we would go another way to totalitarianism and just, um, you know, increasingly a socialism. And, and so, you know, the people, Americans have spoken, but I believe God has moved. So I see what happens in this election as being a tremendous movement of God in answer to prayer. So um, my challenge now, of course, Charlene, is that God's people would not stop praying, but that we would continue to pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Well, the election revealed, as you mentioned, you know, deep divisions in our nation, yes. including within the church. What can be done to bring healing and reconciliation to the faith community and beyond? Well, I believe God's people still, you know, um, God promised in Second Chronicles 7.14 that if God's people who are called by God's name would humble themselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from their wicked ways, when God's people will pray with a humble heart, repenting of our sin, then God promises he will hear our prayer, he will forgive our sin, and the third element is that he would heal our land. So I think the most uh, critical thing that God's people can do, one, is to pray, two, is to repent of our sin, and three, is to keep our focus on God. God is the one who will bring healing. It's not a political party or one particular person. It's got, Our faith has to be in God, not in the president-elect. And I believe God has answered, and I believe he's put Mr. Trump in office, because the Bible says that God puts the leaders in charge. He can put bad leaders in charge, and he put good leaders in charge, you know, and he's put Mr. Trump in charge, and I believe now is the time for God's people to double down in our prayers for the president, that God would give him wisdom and strength and courage to do the right thing. He would be surrounded by counselors who look to God, and and I pray that Mr. Trump himself would turn to God, and that God would give him all that he needs to, to lead America rightly for the blessing of the American people. And I heard last night a quote I believe it was Ronald Reagan in 1964 who said that there's not a left or right in America, there's just up or down. And Mm. if if Mr. Trump leads America up, in a sense, back to um, strength, if he he brings back jobs, if he he secures our borders, if he um, guards the religious liberty, if he puts transparency back in government, if he cleans up some of the corruption, you know, all, all of that and his whole list of things, then, then I believe we're all going to go up. And so the people who have been uh, concerned, the people this morning that may be a little frightened, the people that voted against him, um, the people who uh, were like never Trump people, but they're going to be swept up, you mm. know, so it, it would be for their blessing and their good and their benefit. Mm. And so, so I believe the best thing we can do is God's people. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't do practical things, but, but God's people can bring a dimension to this that only God's people can bring, which is prayer and repentance of sin and turning to God. And then God, obviously, God moved last night. That was an answer to prayer. There's never been so much prayer for an election, ever. And I, I heard last night 82% of evangelicals voted. That's the largest turnout you know, I believe since they've been counting those, you know, counting evangelicals, and half they said voted for Mr. Trump, half voted against Mrs. Clinton, but they still voted all of them voted for Trump, and so they turned out. That's an answer to prayer. So God has moved, and God has done this, 
And I believe it's time to thank God and to recognize that God has put Mr. Trump in power, but at the same time that God is our answer, God is our hope, not one person or one political party. So, um, so I just want to challenge God's people to, to not stop praying, not Thanks. to grow lax in prayer, because this one big prayer was answered, but that to continue to pray, not just for ourselves, but for the blessing of our whole nation and for the healing of our land. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, um, David, I was reading back in Chronicles, and um, I think it was chapter, I'm not going to pull that up right now, chapter 14, I believe it was, when David was uh, anointed king. And it said that he knew that God had established him as king mm. for the blessing of the people. You know, and so uh, I believe that God has put Mr. Trump in the Oval Office for the blessing of the American people if we continue to seek him with all of our hearts and humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways. Mm-hmm. Then and he will. He says he will heal hear our prayer, forgive our sin, and heal our land. And specifically, Anne, as you're talking about prayer, how should Christians pray for President-elect Trump? Well, I I can tell you how I'm praying. You know, just um, uh, one of the things is um, just to pray for his wisdom. The Bible promises if you ask, God will give you wisdom and give it liberally. And wisdom is something only God gives, and it comes from fear of God. So I'm, I'm praying that Mr. Trump will turn to God and have that reverence and respect for him, um, and that God will give him great wisdom to use the power and the knowledge that he now has. And I pray that uh, he will have courage to stand up for the right thing. I pray for his protection, because I believe there will be people even now who are plotting to bring him down. And our enemies... Uh, our national enemies, his personal enemies. Um, he's come through a brutal election, and I don't think that stops just because he's been elected. They will start to try to undermine him. And and I pray for his grace under fire, that he wouldn't respond as he has during this election, but that he would um, you know, have grace and stamina, that he would surround himself with people, as he seems to have, you know, with Governor Pence and Governor Huckabee and uh, Dr. Carson, other people who are, are men of real character and faith. I know some of the people on his transition team, and they're people of real faith in God. They have a personal relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ. And so I pray that he will look to these people of faith to help him um, as he you know, makes decisions and uh, as he governs our nation. So those are just some of the ways to pray. Um, and that God, in all of this, I just want God's people to recognize this is an answer to prayer, but it doesn't stop with the election. We need to keep praying for this president and the the new government, uh, and that God would bless and heal our nation. Indeed. Anne Graham Lotz, thank you so much for your insights and for being with us today. God bless you. Thank you, Charlene. God bless you. Thank you. This is an answer to prayer, but it doesn't stop right now. As a matter of fact, let's just join right now, Anne and others, and begin to pray for our country together. Father God, we just call out to you now, God, and we just ask you, Lord, to turn this nation around. God, we we went over this contract, this vision for America, God. We pray for a grace over it, Lord God. We pray for conservative, godly judges, Lord, in the Supreme Court. We pray over these 4,500 hires that that uh, Vice President-elect Mike Pence and others will be over, God, that you would cause people to, that are good people that normally don't want to apply for government, that they would have a courage to go and apply, Lord, to be able to serve during this time, God. We pray for uh, a grace over our nation. We pray for those who feel like they have not been heard, God, that you would minister to their hearts, that they would feel like hopeful for our nation and where we're going. Protection over our borders, God. Bring our economy back to where you want it to be, Father God. 
Lord, we pray for everyone in our nation that doesn't belong here, that are, that are uh, enemies of our Constitution, who want to harm it and harm the citizens, Lord, that you would remove them from this nation by your angels and your strength. God, we pray for our president-elect, Donald J. Trump, and our vice president-elect, Mike Pence, that you would just speak, we speak grace over them and favor over them. And we pray over our Congress and our Senate, Lord, and our Supreme Court, Lord, in every single state, God, turn this nation around. Dear God, end abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. You've been listening to VFN Radio. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can catch us at VFNTV.com on your mobile applications. You can download it at VFNTV.com. Go to your Apple apps, your Android apps, and all those wonderful apps. We enjoyed our time together. And don't forget, 24-7 on VFN Radio. God bless. You know, the great thing about uh, all of our VFN radio listeners is that so many of them are connecting to us on Facebook. You know, we have a Facebook page. You may be listening today. You may not be aware, but we do. And you can go to Facebook.com forward slash VFN TV, or you can go to our VFN and click Facebook. Be a part. Like us. Tell your friends to like us. We're creating a virtual stadium where everyone can connect and be a part and get fresh updates on everything that happens that day on the program. Don't forget, go to VFNTV.com and click Facebook.